Hello, dear listener, and welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us here on the Nordy Dirk Podcast, the show that has dedicated itself to bringing you all the indie game goodness you crave. I am the younger Campbell brother, Andrew Campbell, and with me today we have the older Campbell brother, Brandon Campbell. Brandon, how's it going? Well, now I feel really old. I I don't know. (laughs) You are kind of old. You are old. No, shut up. You're like, what, two years older than I am? 21. That's like 600 some days old. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. When, well, when you now, put it that way, it makes it sound really old. So I'm going to die apparently in a couple of days now because <laughs> I'm, I'm like decaying. So yeah. Next, I introduce to you a man who needs no introduction. Oh, oh, it's me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I well, you're right. I don't need an introduction. What I, I do need is uh, a little bit of food. So. Oh. Man, if we take like a quick break and grab like some ro- some pizza rolls or some sweet uh, yeah, dude, some I, challah I, bread or yeah. I literally I have could in, use some hummus. I literally oh, oh, have cool, in my hummus. notes. Wait for AJ or Linder to jump in. Yeah, that was oh, that awkward. Worked perfectly. Yeah. Well and, done. Well, and finally, yeah. a man who apparently needs an extensive introduction but doesn't get one because I was Tuesday the right one. We have AJ Vogel. AJ, <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, how can I ma- how can I give myself my own introduction go, here? Go, go, Um, ten seconds. Welcoming go. to the show, the uh, best dad around, best dad on the podcast, uh, who <laughs> is still Four, recovering from a cold. Three, who is two, has not played a one, lot of Penumbra. Zero. Um, the end. All right, oh. AJ, thank you for introducing yourself to the show. I could have done better. <laughs> it was it was it was you, you were just put on the spot. I understand how it works. That felt really bad. <laughs> well. Yeah. I didn't know how that would turn out, but hey. I liked was, that a lot, actually. You, you actually, I well felt done. like you were reading our minds for a little bit. Really? <laughs> I was kind of below, like, yeah. Maybe yeah, I, I was, like, what's his name? Clarence or whatever his name was. Clarence. Clarence. Yep. yep. So before we get into our show, um, I do have a follow-up on the, the, the combat monsters, my playthrough of last week. So well, Yeah, last week we uh, challenged Andy to play, what was it, three games of combat monsters a day. A day. That's yeah, it was, a, it was one regular, multiplayer yeah. and, then, and then two regular games. Right. How'd that go, Andy? So, okay, I downloaded it on the iPad, and I loaded it up, and I moved my account around. And I, I, I going in the first day, I thought, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do this just to show <laughs> these guys wrong. <laughs> so I got in and um, hit a wall, a massive, just towering wall, because I didn't pay any money, and I still didn't. Surprise, what? surprise. Right. Wow. <laughs> you mean their tactics didn't work on you? It, it, you know what? what? Something just fell flat. They need to ask more. So I then said, well, okay, okay. I played my two games and it was I lost one of them, by the way, against the computer. Oh. So Ooh. there's that. <laughs> and then I went and I played uh, a multiplayer, which again, just got completely destroyed. So by day two, I just thought, no way. <laughs> no way I'm not doing this. Oh. I played one game and then I haven't touched it since. So oh. I, I absolutely failed the challenge. Wow. Eric, if you could put in the sound where Sonic loses all his rings <laughs> right now, that's that's what that's what Andy just did. Yep. Um, so because you did that, you your fate well, has b- to b- be decided. B- no, no, shut your mouth. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I was going to add more. I was just, shut my mouth and continue. Yes, shut your mouth and continue. I have to change my grade from Combat Monsters and Dino D-Day. <gasps> oh, Wait, what? Redemption. Okay. Redemption so is remember, here. Okay, I, I gave happened. Dino D-Day a four. And I gave Combat Monsters a six. Yeah, what and a, what a in, garbage wow. call. In playing through this, I had way more fun playing uh, <laughs> freaking Dino D-Day than this. So I'm just switching those grades. Dino D-Day gets a six. Combat Monsters gets a four. Okay. Fair, fair. Better. So yeah, there's that. Now, Andrew, you were saying. Um, you, uh, you need to have your fate reassigned because you did not meet the criteria okay. for which was placed upon you. The mantle of the game player was put on your shoulders and you failed to deliver. Therefore, the three of us, me, AJ, and Brandon, now decide your fate. What cruel cruelty lies in store. One more thing for Eric Linder before we keep going. Uh, every time your brother makes a pun like Horatio on CSI Miami, could you please add in the don't, beginning don't of do that. Won't Get Fooled Again? Don't do that. Add in a... Add in a Chikorita, the Pokemon noise. No, <laughs> Chikorita. Add in, add in, add in stirring macaroni and cheese. Pick a random noise that you like and add it in. I say add in, <laughs> add in a uh, like a old like boat foghorn, like a. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you don't me. have to, but you, but you can. Me. All right. So what are we what are we deciding that Andy has what? to do now? What is his punishment? Was it? Is it now? Or are you guys going to be thinking about? Oh, it you have show? to read Fifty Shades of Grey. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You you oh either God. you either have to 
read it or tell Kelly you want to go see it. Oh. Actually, no, 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 no. I don't actually. Do, I personally don't want to promote that movie. So what I'm going to say, <laughs> you have to you. make a personal shoebox diorama of the yes. last scene in Twilight. What? Bam! Uh, you have to make the di- sh- uh, you, no no. Sh- I you, time for that crap. <laughs> you have to make you have to make a shoebox diorama of Jacob looking at the baby and lusting after the baby, like he does in the movie. Shoebox diorama. You, wait, have you seen I, the movie? I'm not. Maybe. <laughs> I want you. Don't to go do into my. It's, don't go in my closet. To, it's like a Helga situation. Can we? Have like a <laughs> What's going to happen is you're going to bring it next week. We're going to take a picture and put it on our website. Can we have an attainable oh, goal. Spoilers. I'm not doing that. <laughs> spoilers. Website spoilers. Nope. Oh right. Yeah, we'll get to that at the end. So we'll see. I don't. <laughs> we'll see. I, you know what? I will. I will get a shoebox and I'll, I'll see what I can do. All right. Um. So moving on from that, we actually have to talk about the game that we're here to, oh to present today. Do I don't want to do this. Oh, you too, don't want to do this? Too scary. Well, scary happens to be the theme that we're talking about, AJ. I know. Penumbra is the game uh, that we have chosen this week, Brandon. What were you going to say? I was, you had your finger uh, up. I, you were going to say something. Nope, didn't. No, I thought you were. You're a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Penumbra is a game, uh, is the name of an episodic survival horror video series developed by Frictional Games and published by Paradox Interactive and Lexicon Entertainment. The game uses HPL Engine, initially developed as a tech demo. Penumbra is notable for its horror styling and allowing advanced physical interaction with the game environment. So, yeah, this is, I think one of the things that sets this game apart from a lot of Survival horror is you're kind of helpless. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's you, something you really can't. I mean, they did it as well in Amnesia because that was kind of the game they made after this. They learned a lot from the Penumbra series. But yeah, I think that that's part of the reason it was so scary is because when there's a bad guy, you hide, and if you can't hide, you're dead, pretty much. You have you have two choices: you hide or you die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, evidently, I'm not very good at hiding. Um, <laughs> also, pretty bad at dying. Yep. So <laughs> or good at dying, depending on how you think about it. The game actually has three different episodes. We've got the first one, uh, Pernumbra Overture, which was released in 2007. Then we've got Pernumbra Black Plague in 2008, and Pernumbra Requiem. That's really hard to say over and over again. Pernumbra? Pernumbra. There is no R. My name is, my name is President Penumbra. W. George Bush. I've been playing a game called Pernumbra. <laughs> Next, I'm going to make a, a plate of Pasquitti and play Pernumbra. <laughs> Um, also, in uh, 2014, somebody made a mod called Penumbra Necro Necrolog, and it won 2014 Mod of the Year by Editor's oh, Choice. Nice for the best single-player game. Yeah, really. So I, yeah. I'd like to point out that when I picked this game, I actually didn't look up which one was the first game in the series. <laughs> so I told everyone to start at Penumbra Black Plague, which is number two. Which is number two. So me and AJ actually started in Penumbra Black Plague, and I believe that Andrew and Andy actually looked it up and found out that Overture was the first one, and they started playing there. Mm-hmm. It's like that, you know, with the Star Wars rules where you watch, uh, what is it, like, uh, <laughs> is it, you watch Episode like A New Hope lap, yeah. Last or something like that? Yeah. So you watch uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then A New Hope, Hope Last. Uh, we kind of did that. This yep, is uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much. This is the exact equivalent to Star Wars, this, yeah. uh, this game and episode. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Um, so, okay, I had, let's see, while the game received mostly favorable reviews, it was criticized on a number of fronts, actually, for its rather crude combat system and sometimes confusing or poorly implemented story elements, causing uh, this one reviewer to comment on the game that would do better if it relied on its own inherent spookiness rather than trying to create artificial atmosphere by banging on about a character we don't have any real reason to care about. I yeah. would agree with that. I want to I bring up the combat system because sure. we did say that there was no way to fight, but in the um, in Overture, you actually can kind of fight back. Yep. You're given a hammer, a pickaxe, and I don't know if anything else. I know you get a broom, like a push broom. <laughs> some part. The, the hammer <laughs> doesn't really do. The much. hammer's really the main deal. Yeah, and but it's... you can you can use it. You kind of pull your mouse back and then if you swing it forward it swings the hammer i read the instructions like five times yeah. and i still had to mess around for like 30 minutes yep. to figure out how to yep. swing the dang hammer yeah, and is, uh... and you can technically attack enemies with this but it does so little damage like there's yep. these uh one of the bad guys in the game is like a kind of mutated wolf Ugh, dog, dog thing Ugh. that you have to hit four times with a hammer to kill it yeah and it has to hit you like twice to kill you. So usually you just want to run away. On on a side note, the first time I heard that dog yowl, just like that was 
freaking terrifying. That was a really good impression. That yeah, was really you, good. you sounded like you know the, the wolves in the forest temple when you go in Zelda. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yep. It was it was like that. terrifying the first time I heard that. I, I totally jumped from my. Well, chair. it's like in Overture. It's the minute you exit. Uh, I think it's the workshop. You grab one of the quintessential items, uh, quest items. And then exit, and the minute you exit the door, it's just the big wolf noise that Andy does really well. Right. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So regarding the combat, Brandon, that you said, um, I found it to be really clunky oh, yeah. and difficult to control. Um, I couldn't tell if that was a design choice made by the developers of, we're going to make this so you feel helpless and you're not Superman, you're just kind of an average Joe, or if it was just... Oh, our combat kind of sucks, and this is a result because of that. <laughs> I actually believe that it was not meant to be well done because uh, the main thing about the hammer is I think it was meant to break items, and they also allowed you to hit bad guys. So it wasn't the main point of it wasn't to attack, and they actually uh, kind of addressed this in uh, Black Plague because they totally took it out. They said that, that was one of their problems is it gave you a way to attack. And in Black Plague, they took out all those items to make it so okay. you could not do any damage to the bad guys. Right. Well, yeah, that's actually. Um, I I liked. I I played Amnesia, and um, I tried to keep the mechanics and the flow of that game in mind while I was playing Penumbra. Yep. Me or too. Overture, rather. Yep. And um, what was interesting to me was you could kind of see the progression of choices that they made, but they didn't like in Penumbra that felt clunky, like the hammer, for example. It's yeah. like. It's good in in theory, like yeah, there are those boards you can smack down. That's to, to progress the new area, but for me to have, I'm not the smartest crayon in the box, Andy. <laughs> um, I'm not mean? the I'm not the brightest saw. Hashtag not things, the sharpest tool in the shed. Hashtag things Andrew says. <laughs> and um, I'm not the I'm not the the right. most delicious taco at the taco stand. Sure. And can't, um. Can't see the trees through the forest kind of guy. <laughs> and um, it, it did take me, a, a, like I mentioned, a, a decently long time to figure out how to use the hammer. Yeah. And you're, on top you're, of you're that. You're not alone in that either. It and on top of that, too. you immediately think, uh, okay, well, how can I use this as a weapon against the enemies then? Yep. And in all honesty, you really can't. You can't. Like, against the spiders and Overture, maybe. But um, it's really kind of a waste of your time. They crafted the game for you to run away from things. So they should really stick with that. And they did an amnesia, which is what I appreciated. Yeah. there. I mean, you can kind of use the hammer against the wolf dog things as well. Yep. I found out how to do it. You jump on a box that they can't attack you on and you just have to sit there and swing at them as they're trying to get you. So it's kind of a more of a, I don't want to call it an exploit, but it's kind of. <laughs> no, it's kind cheesing of an it. It's cheesing kind of, okay, I'm, I was cheesing the wolves and uh, you're not supposed to do that. You know, that wasn't intended. And because it takes yep. four hits to kill them. That you would, there's no way you could do that without cheesing it. So you just have to make sure you have a box around. You just you have to make sure those. you carry that box everywhere with you. Yeah. <laughs> What's what cracks me up about um, in Amnesia as well as in Overture, and I'm sure in Black Plague as well. Right. Um, I love the little icons they use for things, like the little hand and how yeah. it grabs yep. when you yep. grab something. It feels so nice. It's it's a good. Yeah. It creates yeah. almost a like a okay, I got it type of situation, yep. which I love. That it, mechanic is is wonderful. Even if it's just a visual, there's nothing to it. Yeah, very well done. But they, they did a good job on that. If you are creative enough, you can you start having these thoughts like, what if I just carry a bunch of stuff to the next door and then prop it up all against the door <laughs> will the monster be able to get in i don't know yeah that, i i tried that a couple times in black plague and you, they can get in if you prop like all the boxes in a room against a door they'll just break everything oh. at the same time like all the boxes just shatter yeah it, there's nothing you can do in overture one of the first things that you you go into a room and uh, a little text box pops up that says oh i hear it coming maybe i should bar stuff up against the door Said, oh, okay. It's 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 definitely gonna try to get in. So I put stuff, and I'm thinking, yeah, no problem. And I hear that stupid dog right outside the door, thinking, okay, no problem. And then, blam, that thing flies open. The boxes go everywhere in that, and the dog's charging at you. And I I fell out of my chair. I literally fell out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. Um, that's why really. Uh, first of all, I'll curse you, Brandon. Um, I, I don't play lots of scary games for super long times because I like them in short bits when I'm inebriated and that's about it. Um, the duality to that is that these games are horror games. They're really scary, but they're not horror action. Mm -hmm. They're horror puzzle, which is freaking awesome. That genre is untapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I do want to go into kind of what the game is like the general style. 
it it's kind of like you'll go into a room and i don't know if anyone's ever played one of those escape games they're kind of just flash games you go where you're in a room and you need to use items around the room to escape kind of like macgyver style but it kind of reminded me of that where you get thrown into a situation and you have to run around and find items to open a door you might have to collect a code somehow and one of me have to get use like morse code to find the code to open a door and it's just one of those where you're doing all these puzzles and then you finish the puzzle, and then the bad guy appears. Right. So, you know, every time you finish the puzzle, the bad guy is going to come. So well, it makes you want to finish, but also at the same time, it's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to finish. <laughs> in, a, in a similar strain, I remember in Amnesia, have all of us played Amnesia yes. here? Yeah. yeah. Um, the part where you get to the room with the crowbar, and you have to crowbar the room open. Yep. I knew, like, I remember I've, I'd read about it. I'd watched it on Let's Plays. I knew it was coming, and it still scared the yep. crap out of me. But that's very true. There are a lot of whenever there's a key item in the game that you get to, you pretty much expect something to happen. So in that way, it does, I think, detract a little bit from the unexpected terror of the game. Yeah. So despite these apparent flaws, the game was actually praised for unsettling and creepy atmosphere with Adrenaline Vault deciding that every element in the game is geared to set a dark, scary mood. On occasion, you feel helpless, overwhelmed, guilty and frightened. I think this helped rather than hindered by the developer choice to keep physical fights intermittent and less gory and bloody than many other horror games. Really? They said on occasion you feel that? <laughs> so okay. AJ, why don't, we, why don't we just go ahead and, and get into it? Because for, for those of you that don't know, AJ is not a person who likes to get scared. Man. You, you don't <laughs> like any... scary movies. No. You don't like, don't like scary games. House. You don't like haunted houses. You don't like anything that is that Santa. may give you that type of... Santa. <laughs> he's big. He's red. He comes, he comes into your house in the night. And how does things? He, how does he fit through while, a, a chimney? He watches you. That's while not you natural. Sleep. He knows when you are sleeping. <laughs> he knows when you're awake. So, so what you're saying is Santa's basically the NSA. So AJ, yeah, I kind of want to get your opinion about this game before we go any further. All right, my opinion, my straight not, out, not a rating, but no, no, no. My straight opinion. out flat opinion of this game is. There was there's a few like jumping moments. When I first started playing the game, I was just terrified immediately throughout the entire thing. Good. In, in the first room, I was just I was scared. And I had no reason to be scared other than <laughs> well, I knew that this is a scary game. But yeah, I was I said like, in the first room, you start out in this random room and then you hear the guy in the next room over getting killed by something. Chopped so. up and stuff. This is in Black Plague, so Yeah, Black Plague. Audience, this is how this is a litmus test for those of you at home to take to say, am I the type of gamer that can play a scary game? Mm. If you start a scary game and immediately crouch through the entire <laughs> game, you are not a scary a scary game player. I just want you to know that right away. I am one of those people. Right. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I stayed crouched most of the time, even when yep. I didn't need to be crouched. It, yep. Like I, did, I figured out you don't actually have to crouch through the vents. I totally was just crouched <laughs> the entire time. Um, but so my experience with the game, um, I don't like scary games and I'm, absolutely awful at puzzle games as i just found out So this is not your wheelhouse at all man i, I feel so sorry for people watching me stream this game they were just like and the, there was like a 20 second delay on stream so if somebody like gives me a hint or gives me the answer i'm still sitting there like i don't know what to do gonna, gonna touch this pencil yeah i i actually did that i jumped into aj's stream at one point i was trying to help him and i i felt that exact thing yeah <laughs> I'd be like, I would give him a hint of what to do, and then it would be like 20 seconds, and then it would show my hint. And I would sit here, it's like, you know, maybe he figured it out in that 20 seconds where he didn't get my hint. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, AJ, um, one of the reviews that somebody had put on is this game gives you a constant sense of depressing solitude with a disturbing knowledge that you are not alone. Did you feel this at all during the game? Man, it wasn't even the solitude. Um, it was it was definitely the the feeling of not being alone. I was I was waiting constantly of when something was going to pop out at me, like going through the vents and everything in the beginning there after I figured out how to get out of that room. Okay, I just want to explain this puzzle real quick. I'll, I'll let you oh, I'll let you talk in a second. The first room. The first room, you you wake up in the first room and this is in Black Plague. This right? is in Black, Black Plague. Plague. These are the things that you need to do. First off, you need to find the coin. There's a coin in there. I forget where it's at. I think it's, it's in, in a, a locker, drawer. I believe. It's in a locker. You find yeah. this coin. Um, and then you go to touch the door. Door's locked. Okay. Well, I, I was relieved at that point. I was like, because I didn't want to leave that room. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was relieved that the door would not let me leave the room. So anyway, you find a coin. And then you have to move this shelf that's blocking an air vent. And the air vent says, uh, this, you need a screwdriver or a tool yep. to un- undo the screws and everything. So what you have to do is you have to take the coin to, what is that, like a, a, a metal vice. press, a vice. a vice? Yeah. You have to put the coin in the vice, make it thinner so it fits in the screwdriver holes. You got to unscrew the vent with the, the coin and everything. I think it does it for you automatically. Yeah. 
then that comes undone and then you can get, leave that room you know what's the most frustrating thing about that is there's a toolbox on the floor yeah. that you can't yeah. interact with no you can no, you, can. you can pick it up and yeah, you, can you can smash it. it against the ground and there's nothing in there's it. nothing in any <laughs> okay did you find a, a toolbox in this game at all that had any sort nope. of nope. tool in I, it i'm pretty sure i smashed every toolbox i found and there was nothing <laughs> in any I did of them too and i was terrified the entire time because like somebody's gonna hear this but if there's a tool in here i can use it and that would help me yep. with a puzzle and i just smash a toolbox and then i get scared and Part of what I think they did do well, uh, not with interactable items, but with interactable objects like the doors. Yeah. The doors are, I think, the doors in these games, in Penumbra and in uh, Amnesia, Amnesia, really lend themselves to the horror aspect of it. Because in other games, it's just, it's open or closed. It's an animation mm. that yep. happens. Yep. In this one, you control it completely. So it's, oh God. Oh God. Yep. That was <laughs> as, as you open the door. Like open the door. That was another thing that was like, just like hauntingly terrifying. Because if something, if that thing saw you, uh, the, the monster in the game if the monster in the game saw you and you need to run away from it you can't just like run up to a door and click it you have to like yep. push open yep. the door yep. Yep. which or pull it takes open, time which is even worse <laughs> one although it's not foolproof that that door system with the with the hand and the, yeah. your mouse it, uh, for those of you who played overture and by those of you i mean uh me and you uh or in amnesia as well there are a few wheels in the game that are really hard to turn yeah because you have to do your do with your mouse and yeah. just, there were some of those it feels odd yeah there were some of those mouse or uh wheels in black plague as well so. right oh most definitely it just with the sense of urgency the game is constantly giving you it adds stress which is awesome but the controls are kind of janky. So it's yeah. a it's a win-lose in, in some ways, I think. So do we want to kind of get into the story of what this game is about and what you're doing with it? Sure, we can do that. Um, Brandon, you played more than anybody else, right? Yeah, I well, I started at Black Plague because I thought that was the first one. And I played through the entire game. I beat the game. And then Insane. I started Overture because I found out that that was the first one. And got, I don't know, probably about a fourth of the way through. Not okay. very far. So the the story we'll we'll start with Overture since in the timeline that's the first one. It's set in uh, 2001. It follows the story of a man named Philip. He's a 30 year old physicist whose mother recently died after receiving a mysterious letter from his supposedly dead father. Philip follows a series of clues that leads him to a mysterious location in uninhabited northern Greenland, and that's where this big facility is that you spend yep. most of the game at, right? Yeah, he basically gets up there. You're controlling him, and for some reason, you're out in the middle of. I don't want to say that, well, kind of the out of yeah. the middle of nowhere in a snowstorm, and you're like, I need shelter. First off, I don't know why he's out there by himself in a yeah. snowstorm. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a bad idea. It's kind of, yeah, kind of a bad idea. But he, so he goes and walking, walking, and then he finds this uh, hatch this on, frozen the, on hatch. the ground and decides to break it open and crawl. And then the, the numbers are on the inside, and him and John Locke go downstairs. No, no, wrong, oh, yep. wrong, <laughs> yep, wrong series. Wrong and they have to go back, and then you have to defeat the smoke monster with the puzzles. <laughs> yeah. No, don't but, do us. Uh, and then he goes down into ABC. a mine, I believe. Right, right. Yeah, and I don't. That's as far as I got. It. As you, far get, as you, you get down into the mine. You find, well, you find this uh, room that looks like a scientist was hiding in, and he's been. If you read, there's notes everywhere that kind of are diaries that people write or notes about mm -hmm. things you need to do. And this scientist has been eating spiders. If yeah. you read his thing, he and cuts the out spiders, his yeah, the spiders keep getting bigger and bigger. And eventually, they yeah they bite his tongue, and he has to cut off his tongue, or else it'll swell and choke him, or something like that. And eventually, he gets pulled away and killed by these spiders, I believe. So, but. going from AJ hating scary games, we've got someone on the show who really hates insects and small spiders and earwigs. And how stuff. dare you? So during the <laughs> the spot during how uh, overture, you? how did you respond to the giant spiders that were crawling and attacking you? Andy? So you want to you want to go there? I right would now. love to go there. You want to get how that personal. That, how did that go crawling around in these spiders' tunnels? I only had to change my pants twice. <laughs> nice. And I'll have you know I only cried for 30 minutes. <laughs> that's, that's not that's not too bad. I mean, good job. The, the, the graphics are a little bit dated. It's 2007, 2008. Yeah. But I don't think that it was dated enough to lose the, the tension and the fear of the whole game. I mean, there was... There was there was only one moment where I decided to melee a dog and I died like four times and then finally got him where I thought, okay, these are a little bit dated. For the rest of it, really gets you. Well, I really think that um, graphics help enhance scares, but they don't create them. Exactly. Um, good scares. <laughs> exactly. Um, good scares come from the game mechanics and from uh, 
the creation of those characters they involve, like the weird face thing from Amnesia, like the dogs, like the spiders, etc. You oftentimes you're afraid of them simply because they don't get a lot of screen time. You haven't yep. seen them and you don't know what they can yeah, do. Yeah, that that's another thing is uh they purposely put a mechanic in the game so that you won't look at the monster. Yep. Right. And I think that really helps because you're it's not so scary. Because <laughs> uh, like Andrew said, the it becomes scarier because you can't you're not supposed to look at it. You're just supposed to run away. And if you look at it, I mean they they do become a little you can see they aren't as they're kind of polygony and you know they're not great looking so they're not as scary if you actually sit and look at them you want to explain that mechanic real fast though oh um i actually never really looked at the monster i know pretty much it essentially if you continue to look at the monster a it has a higher chance of finding you and b it lowers your sanity and the lower your sanity is the more chance you have to get caught because you're making you're (laughs) you're you're, you're sitting there and and, and losing it and then it hears you losing it and it charges you like we saw in aj's video that he recorded oh my gosh Yeah, if you guys have a second, go on to our, um, go look at AJ's Twitch. Spoilers. <laughs> awesome. Go look at AJ's Twitch. He has a video of him playing the game, and there's a couple. Every video, I believe, he freaks out because something's attacking him. It, they're it, they're pretty entertaining. They're on the website too, so, yeah. so we'll get into. Continuing that later. with the story, uh, Black Plague and Brandon. This is one you played all the way through, right? So yes. I'm sure you got a lot to say about this. So the story of Black Plague begins as an email sent by Philip to a friend explaining what has happened to him and begging him to finish the work he could not. The rest of the game then proceeds as a flashback narrated by Philip to his friend in the email, beginning from where the previous game left off. Yep. I We don't really know. None of us finished Overture, so we can't say where the last game left off. Right. But kind of this game, um, the whole point of it is you're in this facility that Philip was in the first game, and... Something is infecting the people there, and they're turning into like monsters, kind of. They're these weird white creatures that have like their intestines coming out of their belly button, kind of. They're really creepy. Mm-hmm. But uh, what, what is these, these two <laughs> are sitting over here making hand signals? I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, Brandon, keep going. Anyways, um, you find out a little bit in that you're actually infected, and oh. yeah, that's what the whole weird trippy room is there's part of it where you're walking and all of a sudden you black out and you start having these weird trippy visions of like blood bloody walls and hands coming out of everywhere it's really creepy the giant the giant worms coming out and attacking you that got me frictional game seems to be really stoked about uh just having it's moments of complete clarity where you're scared of things that happen in the game and then complete dissolution of that it's just Mm -hmm. oh Straight to acid trip. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It, it basically is the worst acid trip you could be on type of thing. And uh, yeah, at one yeah. point you have to jump into a giant pool of blood. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Why? Why in any? What <laughs> is the point? Metal. That yep. part more than anything else in my playthrough. After it was done and you get back to that room, I just sat there for a while staring at the computer, going, "What did I just witness?" Yeah. It is. I mean, you you've got the black hole sucking you into the endless void and then the hands are sitting there crawling at you while you're trying to go by the noose that's on fire. There's yeah. so many moments that just make you uneasy and just ugh. putting it, that like charred up mutilated dog in yeah. those oh, yeah. for a it kinda, It's kind of something you would think of when you think of kind of hell in, in a way that yeah. that's what you imagine in that just that gruesome weird creepiness. So the third iteration of the game, which I don't think any of us played, Nope. Just just to I, I just looked up the story. The game starts where the last one, Brandon, ends. Uh Philip sending the kill them all message. As soon as he finishes, one of the infected uh barges in and hits Philip on the head with something unseen. So what is the kill them all message? Okay, well I need to kind of go more into the, the we story. have to go back. Kind of spoilers here, <laughs> but uh um the character Philip after he goes on this drug trip, he finds out that um, what that was was the infection trying to take over his mind. You find out this in a note. It says that if you beat the puzzle in your mind, quote-unquote, you don't get infected, but then he finds out that this voice takes over and is trying to kind of take over. That, oh yeah, Clarence. Yeah, Clarence. there's this voice that appears in the game that's kind of a narration. It's It's like something in your mind that's trying to take over your mind that can kind of control thing it at random points it changes what you see and that type of thing it's kind of creepy the voice itself is annoying i, I just want to say yeah, that, it is. that it's voice really actors. obnoxious yeah um which I, I 
on a tangent, I'd say that that voice itself took away from the creepiness factor because that's about the last 50% of the game. You hear this voice and it kind of took away from that. But um, to go off of that, uh, you kind of go and are trying to figure out how to cure yourself. And okay. you find out that all these monsters are connected by some kind of overmind something. They all like, it's really weird. What it's called turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's called turn gate. There's this giant, like, superior being that they unearthed that was trying to protect itself. So it's sending all these monsters everywhere. It controls them. They're all kind of one world, whatever. Yeah, one one mind. Yeah. Well, and then the Terran come back. Yeah, right. yeah. It's basically Zerg. You know, that's that's honestly what it is. Everybody got speed and with the Protoss. At the very end of the game, you're actually talking to this turn gate thing and it tells you, you know what, I, I want to survive. I want to survive. Why can't you just let me do it? And at the end you send an email to someone that says bomb the whole facility, kill them all. Huh. Oh, oh snap. I love that type of storytelling, by the way. The one it's like like who's seen um what it's not day after tomorrow. The one with Tom Cruise. What's Tomorrow's his name? yesterday. Tomorrow no, no. <laughs> Edge of Edge of Tomorrow. That's a local card story. That that, yeah. that whole idea where this massive army of of creatures is actually one mind and controlled by one thing. I love that type of story. Oh, with Will Smith? Not Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, with the vampire demons. <laughs> You, you're and he's in a bathtub with his dog. That one. <laughs> That's that is not what oh, we're talking about. Wow. That, no, no, no. There, aren't those all no, like talk- connected by high, high high mind, No, those are just so. infected people. Oh well, they, I'm. Yeah, they, they tried to cure cancer and then like... Oh, are you guys talking about the movie where the trees try to kill that's, everybody? That's, that's Wally. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's Marky. No, Marky man, Mark. Where Mufasa no. falls down and gets... We got a closed defense. by Fireman. Man, we went Think of a Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> man, we went into a weird rabbit hey, hole Hey, what is this? Uh, Mark right. Wahlberg. All right, Brandon, I have another question for you. Okay. Who is Red? Uh, Red is your friend from... Or someone that's from the first game. Oh, okay. I, I never really... I, it's someone who tries to help you in the first game. I didn't really figure is out. Is he okay. the guy that you set on fire because in the intro of black plague it says how you had a best friend and then he begged to die so you set him on well, fire i, I really like, hope I the person's like that, name is red who you set on fire <laughs> I, I feel That's like fantastic. what happened to his pokemon <laughs> <laughs> so i the, the only reason i ask is because some of the uh, information when i was looking at the game is said that red is one of the most important and well acted characters in the whole thing um you start receiving radio message from tom redwood or red the man driven insane by cabin fever and he he promises that if he's found he'll help philip with answers and then eventually he kills himself i think i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure if you wait you, you set him on you, fire i think you, you set him on fire oh, okay, that's what i'm not 100 percent sure so if we're the wrong game has a bunch of really weird stuff going like there's a part in black plague where you have to find a saw so a guy who's on the other side of a room can cut his own hand off and give it to you which I'm trying to give you a hand. I just, I just want to say, <laughs> Eric if you give him this saw, he breaks out of the room and he's a monster and he tries to kill you. Oh, I, n- I never even got that far. Yeah, I yeah, found the saw and got scared. Yeah. Well, I often. <laughs> I, That's awesome. What I think is interesting about, especially about the horror genre, and in particular these games, these completely linear-driven, uh, story-driven, um, no attacking, just running forward and puzzles and such. What other genre would that work with at all that it wouldn't be completely boring? It wouldn't. It's true. Like right. the horror aspect, I think, not so much even as an art direction, but as a mechanic itself, right. presses you to work faster because you're worried about getting the crap kicked out of you by demons. Yeah, yep. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if there wasn't that, you wouldn't want to solve the puzzles. You'd get bored of it, and then you would just stop playing. Yep. Well, like... You have to get to the field of flowers and bunnies. <laughs> Solve the puzzle. No one wants to do that. Yeah. yeah, this game definitely feeds on a like a more like a, a primal thing in, in everybody, where definitely. it's like uh, that whole feeling of like being hunted. Yep. And, oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. And it really, yeah, it feeds on your survival instinct. It preys on that. And oh, yeah. it, oh man, I'm just I could never go back to that. <laughs> so, so AJ, you will never play this game again. If I had to live in a world where something was chasing me constantly. I would. Uh, you just off yourself, right? I there. don't even know, man. I don't. Even, I don't want to say that. Well, that was always the quintessential. Uh, the uh, the quintessential question. It's well, hard to say. Quintessential question was quintessential question. It, it, as far as zombies go, which ties into our horror sure, here. I guess sure. so. Um, would you? Would you prefer? I know I, everyone prefers slow, like Walking Dead type right, zombies right. to fast ones, like sure. or infected, like twenty eight days later. Mm-hmm. But would you try to survive in a twenty eight days later? Would you just kind of like, no, <laughs> no, no not even. I, no, absolutely, I would try to survive. Um, well, you have a fa- like if you didn't have a family, I mean, though, even if I do have, like, I have a family, so yeah, I, I think I like to think that I would try to survive. Obviously, it's hard to to picture like 
we can say what we're going to do right now. And if it, you know, actually happens, sure. like it could be something completely different. But I want to say, like, I would try to survive. I would do everything I can. I think the fact of the matter is, is that I just would not be able to do a whole lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. my thing. I feel like if I was actually in that situation, I would die. If there's fast. anything that has taught me that I'm really terrible at hiding from anything, it's this game. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Andrew, I, answering your own question, you've got to look on your face like you have a different answer. No, no, no. I was just, there were noises and footsteps from oh. other. <laughs> I was freaking. It's like, he's here. He's here. He's going to open the door. I, I do want to bring up something about AJ hiding just because I I saw this. <laughs> oh my I was I was watching him on his Twitch stream. You can actually watch the video of this happening. Um, there's a part where it's the first time in Black Plague where you see a monster alive. You find the syringe. Yeah, you find a syringe <laughs> and all of a sudden a, a message comes up and it says, what is that? I need to hide. And AJ just freaks out and switches like, hide? How do I? I don't know where to hide. And so he runs over into a quarter and ducks down and hides. And the thing is, this monster walks back and forth. It'll check in the rooms, but it checks once and then it goes out. And the thing is, I knew this was going to happen. Like I, I did this. I did the exact same thing AJ did, and I didn't tell him it was going to happen. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Because I, I wanted to see his reaction. It goes, checks in the room, walks out, and then it comes back. And it checks in the room again, and you think, oh, it just walked out. It must not be able to see me. Nope. It checks the corner you're in, and it comes and kills you the I second time. I had no idea. And right. it was so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> did, they, did they design it that way to they, where they it will check the it corner? They designed it that way. You can, only you can only hide in there once, and then you need to run and the, leave. The absolute worst part was because it found me, yep. my wife was sitting right behind <laughs> me the entire time. She watched it find me. She saw how scared I was. And I, you know, I did the whole like ah, ah, thing, you yeah. know, did my own thing. And then all of a sudden she goes, rah, <laughs> and I just like lost it. My headphones flew off my <laughs> my head. And then like, I immediately just like, I once I saw her and I was like, oh, okay, it's just, it's just Steph. It was also, okay. It was also Owen. He's 10 months old. <laughs> he was down there too. He's, I think about that, that kid seeing his dad get terrified, but yeah. One thing I will commend you on AJ is you played the game properly. You turned yep. off all the lights. I did. You put the headphones on both ears, and you got really close to the monitor and turned the sound up. And I, I have to. I did the same thing, and it's way more effective. I didn't yeah. want to, but I did it. I'm very proud. Well of done. You. Thank you. Well done. Thanks. That means a lot. It actually means nothing to me. But <laughs> I'm gonna just make you feel better and say the, it means a lot. Obviously, we've we've been talking about it for a while, but the biggest comparison to this game is Amnesia, right? It's the well, same yeah, developer, down. and I would have to say that they the um, frictional learned from this game. Oh, definitely. In that amnesia, I would say, is in, in in my opinion, better in almost every way. Yeah, I would say that Penumbra is a good game, but it's definitely not as uh, flushed out, and it has a lot. It actually has a lot of problems. Like there it are does. small issues here and there. Like you can solve puzzles without doing what you need to do. There's some spelling errors that I saw in the actual <laughs> Other really? Oh my yeah. I didn't catch the spelling errors. Yeah, there are some oh, spelling no. errors. Grammar Nazi. And it, it's just, there's some things in there that you notice that aren't 100%. So. Okay. Sure. Um, one thing about, uh, while, we're, while we're on the subject of them uh, progressing from the Penumbra series to Amnesia right. and uh, how much better they made the mechanics that worked or may have not worked in previous Penumbra series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's honestly why the game, like I remember Amnesia being one of the first big indie mm-hmm. pioneers back in the day. Yeah. When yeah. that, I'm back in the day, I mean a few years ago yeah. when it kind of blew up and everyone was, Oh, this Amnesia game, it's scary. And it's, there's no other, there's no other horror game like it. And uh, now we're starting to see other weird horror games come out of the woodwork like that. Um, PT. Just all these inversion, oh. <laughs> all these strange games, and it's all I think largely in part Five Nights at Freddy's. There's, a, there's largely a, yeah. in part to Amnesia. There's even a new like Amnesia copy game where you play as a two year old kid what? and his little teddy bear, and you're walking Whoa. around your house because you really? you wake up and your mom puts you to bed, and then you wake up in the middle of the night. How have I not heard about this? This sounds amazing. It just, it's on sale right now oh. on Steam for like six dollars. Oh, I'm totally getting it. Huh? It's something. Oh, I wish I could remember. It's like uh, Search for Sleep or After Sleep or something like that. Huh. And you play as a, a two year old kid, and I originally saw it and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know. I got kids, you know, we'll see from their point of view. <laughs> and then I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so messed up. That is awesome. You, you like go through your house and it looked like somebody ransacked your house oh. and everything. And you're just like, a, you're a toddler. You know, AJ, I really, I don't know. I really just think that with this game, um, you really just Uh-oh. should Uh-oh. stop being such a, I, I don't know. I just think you'd stop being such a, a, a baby. No. Okay. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I I don't know. That that deserves a foghorn. The the whole... The, the whole idea and AJ that kind of plays off the whole like I, I want to look into this game now because there's that idea that children are more susceptible to things that we can't see. The teddy bear talks to you. You want to? Um, that's creepy. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, do you mind sharing on the air what happened with your son drive when you were driving? Oh man, because this, I, I just want to. Story is awesome <laughs> and it's terrifying. It's not awesome at all. It's, it's really really it's just, cool. It's actually just 100 terrifying and zero percent awesome. Go ahead. <laughs> So anyway, we're driving uh, to a friend's house one time and we drive past the cemetery. My son, Eli, who's almost three, he'll be three in May, um, just looks at the cemetery and he goes, Daddy, a lot of people. Now, keep in mind, Eli's <laughs> never seen a cemetery before. He has no concept of what a cemetery is for, like dead people or yep. anything like that. He just, he just looks at the cemetery and he goes, Daddy, look, a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people and i'm just like uh, eli stop talking <laughs> so so you and your wife are in the car and you're just what's going through your head at this point uh my son can see dead people <laughs> next you're gonna start like finding drawings like under his oh my these gosh. terrible faces uh, black so like, drawings with red eyes didn't in the you say you went black. back yeah so anyway we 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 drove past he's talking about all the people and i'm like okay maybe just ask him questions and maybe he saw something different and so i'm like what's uh what are the people doing he's like People, people hungry. It's like people hungry. <laughs> okay. Um. So it's just as a ima- It has to just be as imagine. Okay. It's like people hungry, sure. and he's like, people okay, hungry. okay. So anyway, we get to my friend's house, and we're on our, you know, do our stuff, sure. and we come back home, and so we're driving past, and we're like, okay, we're gonna test this out, you know, trial and error, see if he sees it again, and so we we're driving past, and we're like, Eli, do you are there any people there? He goes, Yeah, a lot of people. We're just like. He still sees the people there. Yeah. That's insane. And I was like, okay, you said they're hungry. What What are they doing? I'm like, are the people in the ground? He goes, yeah, people, people in ground, people hungry in ground. Like, oh my gosh. What, what is going on? Your so anyway, it's clairvoyant. <laughs> so to just further test it, we drive past another cemetery and we're like, Eli, people, any people? He goes, daddy, no, no people, no people there. <laughs> and I was like, what is with that cemetery? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my little spiel. That's a that's the abridged terrifying. version. It's shortened. I, I have to say that little kids are terrifying. Yes, you, you yes, look at are. little kids. I'm I'm when I have kids, I'm never gonna allow them to have any kind of like uh, what's no imaginary friends. No imaginary friends. Imaginary <laughs> friends are terrifying. I, every movie ever, they're real. They're demons. Yep, every single movie. Oh my god, AJ, I think your kid may be a necromancer. <laughs> I just want you to know. <laughs> Yeah, maybe prepared for that. It's my first necromancing set. Yeah, he will play <laughs> when he's old enough. Fisher Price, my little necro. <laughs> Goodness. Oh um, man. So we had, we had talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, AJ, you're not a big fan of horror movies, but no. I, I, I have a question to you guys that I wanted to ask. What do you think about horror games? Makes them so much more effective than watching a horror movie. Because personally. I can go like the last scary movie I've seen was Paranormal Activity, the first one. I'm sorry. And now you go back and watch it and it's just laughable, right? But yep. you can go back and play a scary game that's from 2007 and still be terrified. I mean, wh- what do you think it is about movies versus games that makes them so much more effective? I think the biggest part of it is you're actually immersed in the game. You're not just watching it happen to people. It's happening to you you make the choices especially if it's a first person game like uh penumbra or amnesia or say fear even um if you're just walking it's actually happening to you if something bad happens it happens to you it's not it's happening to someone else you can walk away from this i mean it's a video game so it's obviously not happening to you you but you feel like it is in that moment and you want to protect your character because you don't want to die you don't want to you don't want to keep you want to keep progressing and Mm -hmm. if something happens well yeah, I definitely think that that's a large part of it. I would say the other part of why uh, what makes uh, horror games so much more terrifying than horror movies is that um, in a movie, the plot and stuff is you can watch it a million times; it's not going to change. Yeah. In a horror game, though, that there are parts where that's the truth, but you can. But like I've played the Resident Evil Four, Lord yeah. knows how many times, and. I always end up getting and then I turn around and there's a Mexican zombie right there and I'm super scared. So it's, I think that, that aspect lends a lot of horror. I agree. Betterness yeah. to uh, games. Brandon, you had mentioned fear, right? 
Yeah. The the whole acid trip scene reminded me so much of the game Fear. Yep. And AJ, if you do not like scary games, if you do not like little children in scary games, don't never that. go anywhere near the game Fear. Yeah. She's like there's it's, a little girl in the game called Alma. Who's like the queen yeah. of evil demons. You don't need to do this at all. <laughs> there's a room, there's a, I have to do this now. There's a <laughs> there's a part where you're walking down a hallway and it's all white. And then blood just starts coming off the walls, yep. and then the hallway starts filling up with blood, and there's so much blood. And, and then she's, she's at the, the end, end of the it. hallway, and slowly, oh. Yep. And then it turns around. And then there's a skeleton. There's weird stuff. Yep. But yeah, it's um, fear is terrible. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> but that being said, though, this is I, that's one point um, on the YouTube video that I've been recording that is releasing today. Woo! Woo! Um, the one point I actually made as well is that um, fear action games run a risk of putting too much action in and making you yep. too unafraid because you're armed to the teeth. Mm-hmm. Fear yep. 1 and 2 did not do that. Fear 3, however, really? they added uh, me and Devin Duran played through it. Devin Duran. Devin Duran. It's the fifth, sixth, I think a million gotta, time. I think we have to mention him at least once an episode. We have to. That's it's a, it's a given now. And um, in three, the, in Fear 3, though, they added so much stuff to the game and only use jump scares that I wasn't scared. Of. I mean, by the end of the game, you're riding in a mech suit, like blowing what? things up. I'm not even kidding. Huh. So it was like it took away from the horror component right. because you had so many weapons and so many ways to kill things. Right. If you're if you're Superman, it's not it's not fun at all. It's just another action game. You know what made them that more scary? Is if the mech suit was haunted by ghosts. Ooh, <laughs> don't get in the mech suit. Ooh, we'll, we'll make you un- uncomfortable. Yeah, I do think that's something that. Uh, the amnesia and penumbra games did do really well is they do have some jump scares you know you'd be walking and then something will bang against a door that doesn't actually break but for the most part it's all just you think something's going to happen or there's a bad guy that you have to kind of sneak around it, it's never it doesn't rely on jump stairs i was just going to bounce off that point um you, in penumbra from what i found if something hits the door Chances are it's about to bust through the door. Yep. yep. True. You think that it's not going to. You think, oh, that's just a jump scare. And then you turn around because you hear it actually explode behind you. Uh-huh. And then it kills you. Yeah. Yeah. This game really like it relies so much on player immersion and player anticipation mm-hmm. um, to touch s- just shortly on um, immersion. The only aspect of both amnesia and um, I'm not sure how there's a way to do this to make it more natural. But in both Amnesia and in Penumbra, the inventory system always took me out of immersion. Yeah. yeah. And I wish there, I, I don't know if there's a better way. I don't know how you would implement that, but it would make it so much scarier if you maybe just had it combined to your keys as opposed as no inventory. But sure, then, yeah. you again, then again, you have key elements that you need to use for quests, et cetera. Yep. They so. do that a little bit, but it is like you have to stop the game, stop the scary, and just kind of move Map on. it. Um, before we go on to reviewing the game, I want to go around the table. What was everyone's scariest moment in the game? I think AJ, did you have anything better than that, or was that pretty much the highlight of your uh, your streaming? Uh, it was that was primarily the highlight. I do have another one I can add, though. Sure, sure. Um, do you want me to go ahead and? Yeah, okay. yeah. Why don't we start with you? Um, so in part of that acid trip, you're going through, and you figure out the I think it's the the barrel puzzle or whatever, and you open the door, and you see just the room is completely black, and then all of a sudden you see these panels on chains. Yeah. And I saw that, I was just like, "What the crap am I doing?" <laughs> like I. I obviously said that for, you know, when you have to, like, sacrifice the dog and put that weird egg thing on the yeah. table and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, what the crap am I doing? But when I walked in that, ra- that room, I was literally, what is going on? And there's something behind you the whole time, right? Well, okay, <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, so, you, okay. <laughs> so you figure out that puzzle and you get to the next room and the door closes immediately behind you. You see the screen flash. So you're like, okay, sweet. Checkpoint. And you are immediately stopped by, like, a wall of just, like, pl- like plywood yeah. that you cannot get past. And then that's where the door, be- something beats on the door. And you're like, okay, well, there's something beating on the door. I, If my knowledge of this game goes to show, like there's something that's going to bust through that door. So I immediately started thinking, is there something chasing me? Do I need to do this fast? Is there something chasing me? And then so I just keep my eyes focused on the wood. Don't look behind you. And then all of a sudden, like you see the wood just bust out in front of you. And then I turned around and there's a giant rock worm in oh, your face. Yeah. Yep. And it's Oh man, it's so scary. Um, but yeah, scariest part is when my wife scared me. Yep. Yeah, I would like to say that that is also on his Twitch. You can watch that video. <laughs> it's it's very, on the website. Very entertaining. Brandon, what about you? What was the scariest moment in the game for you? Uh, the scariest moment in the game for me is toward the end of Black Plague. Um, the whole thing you're trying to get rid of this voice in your head because it shows you're infected. It, 
his name is Clarence. He names himself. But you get <laughs> you get toward the end. You have to combine all these chemicals and inject them into yourself. And in the room where that is, there's also a body of one of these monsters, but it's dead. It's been like been uh, what's the word tested? You know, they're looking at it, trying okay. to figure out what it is. Um, as soon as you get rid of the voice in your head, you you inject yourself. You start walking out of the room. You're like, oh, now what do I do? I, I'm just going to walk out and leave. This is probably the end of the game. You hear the voice of the person that was in your head be like, oh, this body is awesome. What? And then all of a sudden, it jumps off the table, breaks out of the door, Whoa. and it starts chasing. And this thing is fast, and if it hits you, you're dead in one hit. That's insane. Oh and, and you have to run out of this room really, really quick, and there's all kinds of stuff that are in front of the doors, and <laughs> it hits you once, you're pretty much dead. And one thing about these monsters is if they hit you, they can usually hit you like five or six times before you die. Nope, this guy kills you instantly. Wow. I don't even want to do that. <laughs> oh, it's so scary. <laughs> Andrew, what about you? What was the scariest moment? That's terrifying, Andrew. So I, I, with Amnesia, the first tier you get is a, just a little bit into the game. I thought it would be similar with Penumbra. Okay. So when I was playing Overture and I got to the first part where you jump down the chute, um, where you open the hatch because you're out in the cold. Yeah. And then you uh, go down to the bunker and you're looking around. It's silent. So I'm like, okay. So I, I do the little puzzles. I'm progressing. And there are a few eerie scares. Nothing too bad. I'm like, this will continue for another 30, 40 minutes. And then I'll meet the guy. I was very wrong. <laughs> I got to uh, a crossroads where there's uh, this big tunnel system. And uh, there's pathways to the workshop, uh, storage room, etc. Yep. And so I went into, I, th- I believe it's the storage room of the workshop. I can't remember. Uh, but you have to get a key, and then you have to get uh, a lighter and fluid to blow up one of the doors so okay. that you can, can continue into the next area. And when you get the items right before you can blow it up, one of the dogs, the demon dogs with the creepy eyes, shows up. Mm. And I wasn't aware of this. So I opened the door. I had my headset off because I was on the phone. And um, <laughs> so I exited the door, and then I was like, all right, bye. I put my headset back on. Missed the howl of the wolf oh, no. and didn't know it was there. Oh, no. So I'm just sprinting. The character, lolly da da just sprinting back to the old rooms. And then I just, <laughs> and I'm, I turn around. I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. I, I It was about 1.30 in the morning, and I'm pretty sure I woke, woke my roommate up. Woke so. everyone in the, in the house. Uh, That's awesome. How about you, Andy? Um, Mine was actually at the same point that AJ's wife scared him, except for <laughs> when... For whatever reason, that that monster with the flashlight came in the room and walked a 360 around that one <laughs> that one little um, bench that you're hiding behind. So it, I never it was a, never a jump scare, but it was this monster and me going uh, 180 degrees away from each other, just kind of circling. Oh, he this walked table. all the way around he it. Did that like four times. Oh my god! I couldn't. I couldn't run because he would hear me. So he's just just with the flashlight. And it was constantly doing this little dance around the table. And finally, he left the room. And I was just whimpering there alone. And I was I, I didn't move. I, I turned off the game. That was the 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 second time because I had to play it again because I died the first time. So I, I did that the second time I hid behind there. And it did feel a lot like that scene in Jurassic Park where the kid's hiding the from the raptors. Yeah, yeah. And you just like peek over the table and you get a glimpse of the guy's face. And it's just it is just that scene in yep. Jurassic Park. Yep. You're terrified. It's so yep. scary. So moving on, um, why don't we go ahead and give this game a rating? Now it was the rating system. Why don't we wait? We we had written something down. Uh, useless flares. Right. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I want to explain point, that. Yeah. yeah, I want to point in both uh, Overture and Black Plague. There's an item that you can pick up. There's three types of lighting you can get. There's the glow stick, which you hold in your hand, and it lights up a small radius. There's a flashlight, which you have to keep finding batteries to replenish. And then there's the flare. Now, the other two items are pretty useful. The flare is horrible. It's so It's an item that you take out of your... You have a certain amount of them. There's like You have to pick them up. So when you use them, they're used up. But you take these out, and they immediately get lit. And... You have to either put them down or keep holding them. And once you put them down, they keep giving off light. So if you take these out, there's no way to hide because it's giving out light everywhere. So they're pretty much useless because normally when you want light, you just want a little so you can see and then you turn it off so the bad guys don't Mm -hmm. see you. If you use the flare... There's no way of hiding yep. because the bad guys will see you because of your flare. So they're useless. I will say that the red glow that it does give off is pretty creepy. Yeah, it makes things mm. creepier too. So yeah. so how many useless flares will you give this game, Brandon? Okay, well, in my uh, playthrough of 
I, I mainly play Black Plague, so I'm going to um, rate Black Plague and not really Overture. Uh, I thought that the story of Black Plague was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, there, From that alone, I would probably give this game probably an 8 or a 9, just because I, I thought it was enjoyable. I, I really like horror games. I know that AJ hates them. Andrew <laughs> isn't a big fan. Andy, I don't know how. I love horror, horror games. Ga- oh my gosh. I, I love horror games. I think they're a lot of fun. That's why I picked one. But there are a couple things that actually took away from that for me. One of them was some of the little buggy parts, like having spelling errors kind of mm-hmm. takes away. So it's like, okay, this game isn't, <laughs> it's not completely finished. It just feels rushed. And there are some other things like being able to jump on a box and kill something or get away from something because they can't reach me, which I guess was mainly in uh, Overture. But uh, And then being able to run away from the bad guys, you can actually sprint and you're faster than every bad guy. And I found this out. Oh, So it became less scary because I didn't have to hide. I just ran away from them all the time. I, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't scared <laughs> anymore. And also, the voice of Clarence is so obnoxious in your head. <laughs> see, the, the whole idea of it I thought was good, having a voice that's kind of controlling you, making right. you see things, which I actually do have to say something real quick about the scene things. Okay, okay. There's a part where you're trying to go find this scientist who found out how to save you, how to cure you, and this voice in your head goes and messes with your brain and actually makes you think it's a bad guy. And you pull a lever, which makes something come down and crush her and kill her. <gasps> and after you do this, he's like, oh, you didn't know I was just messing with you? You just killed the scientist that oh, could oh, save you. <laughs> so that that was kind of messed up. But the voice itself oh. is really obnoxious. It took away from the scare factor. Um, because of that, I would probably vote, rate this game about a 7. Just okay. oh, those so little things. So, Oh, you rated both games? No, just the okay. uh, Black Plague, a 7. I'm not going to rate Overture just because okay. I didn't play enough. Sure. It, so. Okay. Uh, Andrew, what what about you? What do you what do you what do you think this game gets? Well, I can do the exact opposite Ooh. of uh, Brandon's rating system uh, because I played Overture, just not Black Plague. Okay. Um, I thought Overture was a really good game. I could definitely see where they got like how it had progressed from Penumbra to Amnesia and all that mechanics yeah. and the glory that is Amnesia as a horror game. Um, I would give this game a solid seven. Yeah, uh, I thought it was. Um, I thought Overture was a really good horror game. It kept the pace steady. The puzzles were not the easiest thing on the planet. No, they were not. And uh, I had a great time with it. I I enjoyed it, but I was thoroughly frightened. Yes, hmm. and it, it does it does what it sets out to do very well. Quite. Right. Um, I tried my best in the game to 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 keep a clean slate because of, of as we all know, this is the same company who does Amnesia, and Amnesia does pretty much everything better. The biggest problem that I had with it was the combat with the hammer. Because after I found out that you can kill these things, what I did was I found out you can kill the dog with the hammer and I ended up dying to the dog three or four times until I finally killed that stupid thing. And honestly, it I mean, my, my main experience with it was also Overture. So I didn't get as much with Black Plague. So Overture, I'm giving like a six. But Black Plague with that acid trip and all of the terrifying elements that are in that, that gets really high for me. That gets... Maybe 8.5, maybe a 9. Wow. So the whole wow. thing together, I mean, I, I bought the gold pack or whatever, which is like $10 for all three games. So the whole thing is is definitely worth the $10. Um, overall, I'll probably give the whole thing about an 8. Eight useless okay. flares. Eight useless, <laughs> stupid flares that do nothing. <laughs> so AJ, we come to you and your love for horror games yeah, and all man. things scary. How many useless flares are you giving this thing? Uh, zero. Never playing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, okay. Um, this is not my kind of game, as we've discussed. Like, I'm really bad at puzzle games. I don't really enjoy them that much. No. Um, I and obviously horror games, I really dislike. But the game was all right. Like most of the game, if you if you watch like the the broad the past broadcast of my stream, honestly, there's about three or four parts where it's like scary, scared, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it's just me fumbling around trying to figure out puzzles. Um. I would say if I have to give this a solid rating, I give it like a, a five, five okay. useless flares. Right. For, this is for Black Plague. I didn't play Overture, <sighs> uh, but realistically, no, it's it's a zero. Never touching this again. <laughs> okay, worst okay. ten dollars I ever spent. All right, fair enough. So now that we got ratings out of the way, Sorry, AJ. yeah. Why don't we go ahead and talk about next week's game? Now, Andrew, it is your turn to pick. Oh yeah, baby, the game we are playing. Oh next yeah, week baby, it's my game. And you have chosen. I have chosen a little known game way over in the countryside, hanging out with your grandma. <laughs> Over the woods <laughs> and through the, neck, through the neck, through the neck of the woods, hey, to grandmother's cottage, we go forth hence. Okay, I yes. believe is the, is the phrase. Love the game. Um, this game is called Besiege. It's an early access game on Steam. 
Um, normally, I I was really at first afraid of recommending a early access game because there's so much so many caveats that come with those. Um, some other games like Starbound and other early access games on Steam are fun, but there's still a long way to go. And same with Besieged. However, everyone I've talked to and internet reviews of this are just blowing up about about Besiege. Huh. Um, if those of you out there who've played Kerbal Spo- uh, Space Program, <laughs> uh, those of you who've played Kerbal Space Pro- uh, Program, rather, um, it's essentially that. It's that rocket building, machine building type of deal mixed with medieval warfare where you have to destroy targets. And uh, we'll get more into into that for the next episode, but Besiege is the next one to come. Yeah, I, I know Sounds nothing good. about this game, so I'm super excited to see what what you've brought us. Yep. So with that, why don't we go ahead and wrap the show up? Uh, AJ, you want to give any uh, shout outs to plugs or anything like that? Uh, shout out to Eric Linder, our official Ooh, mixing go. editor person, fantastic, good looking gentleman. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to Aaron. He sent yeah. us, or I shouldn't say yeah. his full name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Eric edited out his last name <laughs> right so we, we did have an email from a good buddy of ours we used to play WoW with a lot and still do play games with occasionally and he was he was talking a little bit about the f- whole free to play discussion we had last week um, he had said in this email um, here's a case for a great freemium model there's a lot of horrid freemium games out there but here's a good one um, I would not be able to play League of Legends without this system the game would exist as it does uh, neither would the community, even with, with its fans. The game allows you 100% of the gameplay affecting content with very well-balanced grinding system. In fact, you cannot directly convert RP, the stuff that you buy with the money, to IP, the in-game grinding currency. The only way to do this is to convert RP to IP is to utilize the IP boosts that Andrew Linder mentioned, which then requires you to grind just the same as anyone else with a slightly better return. Come play League of Legends with me. I miss you guys. <laughs> he put that at the end. So, you know, I think I think that's a really good point. And I, I, League of Legends was one of the uh, examples we talked about free-to-play that is done incredibly well. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I do want to say that we weren't bashing every single free-to-play out there. Just... Just combat monsters. Just combat monsters <laughs> and ones like that. I think we were more just saying that there's a way to do it right and there's a way to do it wrong. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So... Indeed. So, yeah. Um, Aaron... Send us more stuff so we can talk about you more because we miss you, dude, and you're a cool guy. Yeah, you're awesome. Love so, you. yeah, um, why don't we go ahead and wrap up. Andrew, you said that you've got the uh, YouTube stuff coming yep. out, right? Uh, tonight, I'm not going to say when because it's currently compressing, etc. cetera. Uh, but um, I am relaunching my YouTube channel, uh, Thascast at YouTube. Uh, it's T-H-A-S-S-C-A-S-T. And um, I'm going to have one playlist dedicated to... All the games we're talking about here on the show. Sweet. Um, and then I'm going to have another playlist dedicated to all the random crazy games that I find out That's in the world. That's awesome. So. I'm so excited to see that. Whoop, whoop. And you can find all of those uploads. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be working on this on our new website. Eric. Eric, can we have a Zelda? Redmond, he does that. I'm please. sorry we're asking so much. <laughs> yes, we we love, so much. We love you, dude. We're needy people. <laughs> we just figured out you can make edit noises in, so now we're, we're just like three year olds excited <laughs> about, about <laughs> fire. So we have a, a new website up. Um, you can check it out at Nordy. It's uh, it's NordyDirk.com. Yep. Yep. So I, I got that got that domain NordyDirk.com. Um, you can check out our podcast RSS feed there. Um, you can check out all of our videos. Um, uh, Thascast is on there. I put some of my YouTube videos. I'm also going to be doing the same thing. Um, you can even if you don't even want to go to Twitch. Uh, if Andy and I are streaming, our our streams are going to be on the website. So you yep. can just go to the website. Yep. You can see the chat there too and interact that way. Um, yeah, and it also allows us to enable ourselves to be put on itunes oh, yeah. so, so feel, feel free to swing over there uh subscribe drop us a uh a review if you think that it's actually worth your time to listen to us banter banter around about a bunch of video games yeah we're really excited this is uh it's a uh, really fun doing this and we just now hopefully get to share it with more people that's what we're all about exactly yep. Um, do we want to do any other plugs? Well, I mean, the, the website. Yes, my name's up. George. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back from the presidency. You need to check out our website. It's www.nordydirk.com. <laughs> And I'm, now I just need to eat my my pasquitti and my penumbra, the and way, I'll leave now. The way you said W made me so happy. <laughs> now, all of our uh, our um, Twitter and all that fun stuff, that's going to be on the site as well, correct? Also, every episode that we have is going to have a comment section. Feel free to jump in there, throw something in there if you want us to talk about it on the show, or just if you want to you know, um, communicate with us just a little bit more, and we'll be sure to go ahead and respond to you. Also, um, I know one of the things that we're looking for 
to do is in the future, now that we've got the uh, site going and we've got the iTunes going, the, the iTunes, we're also going to be looking at doing some giveaways. Correct, AJ? Yeah, we're going to be doing some giveaways. Uh, the next game, the game that I'm choosing, we're going to be doing some giveaways there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. yeah you, you had bought us all like a four-pack, and I think there was one extra in there. Yep. So yep. We'll, we'll figure out a way to, to make that happen, to make people enter totally. that. Um, yeah, so listen along, and you can win some games. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that's going to go ahead and probably wrap up the show. Again, if you want um, us to talk about anything that you, you would like to have on the uh, podcast, go ahead and send us an email. Our email is NordyDirtCast at gmail.com. You can also follow NordyDirtCast on Twitter. And then all the other stuff that are following the individual us, that'll be on the website itself. Yep. So unless there's anything else that we want to talk about. No. Nope. Oh, guys. I, yes. What, do you hear who, that? Which, uh, do, do. You hear that? Dun, dun. It's getting closer. Dun, dun. It's getting closer. Dun, dun. You guys need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for me, quick, Andrew, make a sound effect. <laughs> AJ, go. <laughs> I like your sound effect was just <laughs> and Brandon Brandon close us out alright thank you ladies and gentlemen for Andrew for AJ and for Brandon this is the Nordy Dirk podcast we will see you all next week Ha <laughs> ha